We're taking it from Misho Rotza Litrom as a Mizbeach. So, if anybody would want to take Truma on the Mizbeach, Maskim Tovel, he would get up early and go to the mikvah, because after all, everyone needed to go to the mikvah, okay, uh, before doing service. Before the expert, the, the appointee, the person in charge, would come, they had to be prepared. So only people who went to the mikvah were even eligible. Okay? So, well, what time did the mamuna come? What was so they knew so they knew when to be uh, ready. ready. Well, how did they went, uh, well, how early to wake up? To allow everyone to go to the three a.m. No. So what time did the mimuna come? Is the question. So the answer is low color item shovels. He wasn't on an exact time. So the schedule. Yeah, then we woke up. You never know, right? Pamim Sometimes he would go be there at the call of the rooster. Sometimes he'll be Before. earlier a little bit, or afterwards, but around that time. Depends. If you put okay. the rooster on snooze, he'd go back to sleep. Right. So, um, uh, the mamuna would come, and he would knock. They would open up from the inside. Whoever went to the mikvah, should come and be involved in the, uh, in the lottery. lottery, right? And viso. Um, and Misha Zacha Zachabo. And this, so this is the later uh, edition where it was done by lottery instead of being done by um, instead of being done by a race. And that was as we saw in one of the other sources that in Yuma that it was uh, dangerous, so they stopped they stopped the system. Right. I reckon that they used to take the children also to learn and these are these, these are aren't children. Uh, these aren't children. They're no, 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 like, I know. older. But then the mishmarot well, they in order right. to teach their kids. To yeah, they had a certain age. Of course, there was a training school. Of course, the pirchikovim, the young kids. Yeah, ten years or something. No, for a long time. Right, from thirteen till twenty, they were they were training. Yeah, but anyway, so that's the story. Okay, with that, let's get started on the Gemara. So, so the first question is, from where do we know this idea of having um, the guard, this honor guard? In, uh, and that's the question. So, those who dwelt before the Mishkan, Kedma, on the eastern side, the Almoid, before the Almoid, Mizracha, Moshe, the Aaron of It's Moshe and Aaron and his sons. Shomrim, Mishmer, Sakodesh, they were. The honor guard. So, what do you see? The Mishmeres Ben Israel for the guarding for Ben Israel. So, what do you see? Anri. Uh, so the so that's the Gemara saying is that look, there was there were clearly we uh, we have the the precedent by the Mishkan that Moshe Aaron and his sons served as the honor guard, and that's the uh, that's the reason why Kahanim are having this honor guard. So, Anri, I'll tell you that it was really the Gemara is asking that was a, that was not really the question. I understand that the guard was comprised of both Kahanim and Levim, as is indicated in the text. That's not what my question was. But, uh, 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 right, um, right, so, I understand that. The Mishnah specifies that it was in specifically three places that they would be guarding in the base of Mikdash. 
And there's another source, which is later on, but that the, the Levim would be watching in 21 places. Makam, uh, places, right? The Ilu Kara, kind of a Levim, but the verse that you bring in. The Levim are not allowed in the courtyard. Correct, correct. They're on the outside. They were in the place where they were allowed. Right. So, anyway, so the question is, the ver the text if the text is the basis it's saying Moshe Baranubanov in the same sentence in the same you know breath so the question is is that if the, where do we get the idea that there are separate watchings and separate places and the number three so Amri I'll tell you Moshe so who would be watching in that place Moshe Period, comma. The Hadar Aronovanov Shomer Mishmer Zemikdash, and then there's an you have to like put the pause over there, and then you read the rest. Aronovanov Shomer Mishmer Zemikdash. So they are different. Aron bechad makom uvanov b'shnei makomos. Aron is an additional place. He has uh, sons in two other places because he had two sons at this juncture. Because remember, it was already in the inauguration of the Mishkan that he lost two, so he had only two left. So between Aaron and the two sons, so that's why we have three, uh, three cards, three mishmaros, three places, not mishmar, three places to watch. The watch yeah. So there you go. So the Gemara says, that's very nice. So that's how we're saying. So the question is, Bimai, how do you know how to read that? I mean, so basically, Chonim is one, uh, that's one area, that's the Levium, and Shomrim is separated. Um, maybe they're all in one place. So those are No, now it can't be that the all the Khanim were all in one place, because again Moshe was the 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 Chonim, and uh, and Aaron Abanov was the Shomrim. So it's two two verbs. So that's uh, that that yeah. clearly indicates that, that divide, they were they yeah. were not together. So yeah. we kind of get that. We get how the Levim were separated away from the Kohanim. Uh-huh. The question, though, is is that how, how do you know that, that that Aaron and his bun- and his children weren't all in one place, and there was only one guardian place? The answer is don't think that. Just like Moshe was clearly in one place all by himself because he was just one. So too, by putting the juxtaposition of Aaron Abanov right next to Moshe, it's saying so. Af Aaron Abanov Again, just one play, each uh, an individual by themselves. So that means they're split up between three spots, and that's how we got three. So that's the source. Rav Ashi Amar It's actually based on the latter part of the text. Shomre Mishmeres LeMishmeres. It says Shomre. I'm sorry, Shomre. It says Mishmeres, and then it says Libishmeres. So there are three times it mentions Shimor. That's why we know that there are three places where they needed to guard. Yeah? That's where you're... That's right. You're right. This is in the, ba- in the Mishkan. Ah, in the Mishkan. And we're using the Mishkan, being that the Mishkan and Mikdash are used interchangeably. We find the word Mishkan to describe... Uh, to describe the uh, the mikdash and the mikdash to describe the mishkan, so we understand that whatever rules were applied Applied to the mishkan would apply as well to the basic mikdash, and that's how we get into three.
Good question. Good point. Okay. Next, we talk about the room. So on Chavav Amid Beis. Beis Avtinus or Beis Anitzos. The house of Avtinus and Beis Anitzos. So those two places. Yiboilu, the question is this. Alios Mamesh Avu? O Dilma Dehav Gvihi? Magba Kalios. Two so we have a suffix. What does it mean? We said that they were second story. Were they just elevated rooms? But, or were they is an upstairs and a downstairs and they were in the upstairs? That's the suffix that we want to know. Okay? So were they alios mamish? Which means there was a second story, meaning a first story, and there was, they were on top in a second story. Oh, Dilma, to have a gavir, magbak alios. It was elevated as if it was a second story. That's the suffix. What Tosh- was that room for? Huh? What was the purpose of that? Well, they're guarding. This is the guard house. The guard houses. This is the guard. This is where they were guarding. to be. There wasn't something in that. Oh, well, as far as, so far, we'll see. There were other things that took place in these areas. Well, we'll see. Okay. Tashma. Tashma. So let's. Uh, we have a proof. The Tanan, the Mishnah tells us. Shebetzafon, Shar Hanitzutz, Kimin Achsadrahaya. So in the north, the the Shar Hanitzutz is like an Achsadra. Ve Alia Binuya Algaba, and there was a second story built on top of it. Okay. So it was a portico area, okay, Aksadra, which you're familiar with what type of room that is. It's like, um, and there was a second story built on top of it, porch kind of thing. So it's clear that it was a two-story. Levim would be on the first story, and the Khanim would be on the second story. And there would be an entrance the, for the, the Levim to the outside, to the Chol, to, not, to the non-sanctified area, and that's uh, the story. Now, how do you know that the Levim would be watching in the same place as where the Kohanim are? On a different level. Right, yes. a different level, but in the same, you know, as, as, okay. as, as ground floor. Yeah. Right, the answer is the Tanar Abbanam. So they would accompany you and assist you. Levim would assist the Kohanim and serve the Kohanim in your service. So that's what the Pazik is talking about. How do you know that they're in, in the Kohan, that they're assisting in the Kohanim's job? Maybe it's the other way around. So Yitzchumar says, no. That they are accompanying you. We already know that they have their job. So Amani Mekayim Vilavu Alecha Vishar Sucha that Bavudas Chaksi Angsir Kasmadaber. So in addition, so part of their guarding was not merely in their own places where they're guarding, but also in where the Kohanim were. There was an additional guard for the Levim that would be there as well. Okay, that Kohanim Mishum Lamala. The Kohanim would be in the upper story, Vilavim Lamata. Okay, so that's the answer to the to. The question, how we know Levium were, were, I mean, like, what's the point of having a double honor guard? The answer is, is that's what the Pasuk indicates. Yeah. Aftinus was the family that made the... Aftinus was the spices, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. 
So either the spices were stored there, whatever, that's the... But anyway, there's a description in, in coming, up, uh, coming up soon as to what they served, what each room was used for. The Pesa Mokad, which was the chamber of the hearth of the fire, Kipa was a domed area, and it was a very large room. Um, and there was one guard in the Beis Amoka. That's what we said. A single guard was there as well. For a minute, we have a question on that. There were two gates, two entrances in the Beis Amoka. One entered to the, was an entryway to the Chel, which was outer area. And the other entrance was to enter into the Azara. So, how, if there's two doors, how do you have one guard? That's the question. So, Rav Yudah, Bizeh, Shenichnas, and Lazara, Pish, Pish, Katan, I'm sorry, Rav Yudah says, Bizeh, Shenichnas, is part of the question, Bizeh, Shenichnas, and Lazara, Pish, Pish, Katan, they had a little mini door, Shebo, Nichnas, and Livlosh, Hazara, to basically scout out the Hazara. Livlosh means to to check oh, things out, so oh. they had a mini door when they weren't using, opening the gate. The okay, full gate. The lower it's very common to have <laughs> such a like a, a like a shorter gate door. Gate. Yeah, yeah, a gate in the gate. Yeah, a gate in within the gate where they would go and look through, check out the azara, make sure everything's okay, no issues, etc. Now, Amar the bottom line is, how do you have two? The pro, what the question is though is that there are two gates. How do you have one guard for two gates? So Rabbi, these gates were not far from each other. The one was in Rashi explains one was in. One uh, in in a corner, the other one was not that far on one of the sides. Well, now so, we need to enter because uh, no, but why do you need? Why don't you need two, two guards, guards for yeah. each doorway, each entry? One? There's one entry to the Zara and one entry to the hill. The answer is um, so. So the answer is since these two doors were. They were right next to each other, in close proximity. So it was sufficient to have a single guard. And he could basically keep his eyes um, by, by, oh, over both doors. Okay. okay, that brings us to the next line. They were surrounded by, by stone ledges. Now the question is, Rovdin... My new gzirta. What are ledges? They're cut stone, hewn stone. The istapta, like a, like a step, basically. And the question is, the salkilulitzbata. They climbed up on the step, and that's where they would lie down. But they never would break, would cut stones, um, in the base of mikdash. You're not allowed to cut the stones. Stones have to be whole stones. So the gemara says, noso even shlema. It was whole stones. So how did they have a situation where the stones would be cut? You know, it sounds like they're making a cut in the stones mm-hmm. to make a groove, to make room for them. You can't do that. So the answer is, They would originally, back in, when they're the getting the stones in the quarry, um, they would bring the stones one smaller and one larger. The larger would go on the bottom, the smaller on top, and then all of, ma- all of a sudden you have a built-in <coughs> ledge. Okay? Because the wider ones are... They're very heavy. Though the wider ones on the lower level, and right on top of that they put to one side mm-hmm. the, second, the second stone, and that created a ledge. 
The ledge was a naturally made ledge. It wasn't cut into the stone. And that's, that's exactly what it was. This, um, so, Avne Zutrus of Avne, Ravavasat Kidixiv is the first Telsus, Avne Eser Amos, Avne Shmon Amos. There was a two Amme different distance, which is uh, an Amme, like we said, is, uh, you know, it's either 18 or 20, so it was a 36 inch bed. That's plenty of space, okay? According to Ramosha, according to Chaznesh, it was a wider bed, okay? Plenty of room, okay? 46. Yeah. Well, if it was the 20, what? It was 22 inches. Right. Right, so. The ledges inside the, the base two, What? Two, two amas. What? Where exactly are these ledges? The inside in the, the base mokad, yeah. Inside. At the walls of the base mokad is where the elders would sleep. And on the floor of the base mokad is where the, the younger ones, younger so ones was, would sleep. It was elevated. And, um, they they would climb up yeah. onto the bed. Right, exactly. The, the stairs are like arranged like steps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then they always would sit on top of the yeah. so there'd be less floor space in the middle. That's so good. I was looking at the picture we have here. Just mm-hmm. But it was a large room. It was not a problem. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Now, here's the question. Zigni be sleeping the Why and why wouldn't they be having the regular beds? So Amar Labai says, mitos the base of Mikdash. They wouldn't be appropriate to bring beds into the base of Mikdash, and therefore that's why that was not an option. Anyway, bottom line is, I guess this is a stopping point, but that, that it was okay to bring a pillow and covers. But not to bring a whole bed. That was like a little over. over. And in that room, we have the the, the the fire or 